Hi, I'm Laura Flanders of The Laura Flanders Show, where I interview the best thinkers and doers of our time. On TV, the show premieres Sundays at 11.30 Eastern on PBS World and at The Laura Flanders Show YouTube channel. You can join my guests and me every week there in the live viewing party and then catch us all week on public television stations. Prefer to listen? Find us on a radio station near you or subscribe to the free podcast. You'll find listings and ways to subscribe at lauraflanders.org That's also where you'll receive my regular commentaries. I call them the F-word. Here's this week's. Culture of violence, culture of violence. If I hear that phrase wheeled out one more time to excuse a mass shooter, I'll scream. That doesn't mean I'll head to the gun shop. Which is to say, when it comes to cultures here in the USA, we're lucky enough to be able to take our pick. Even a cursory scan of U.S. history reveals we have a vast variety of options. Starting way back in the nasty 1600s, the Pequot Wars were bloody, but only the plundering pilgrims were set on wiping their enemies off the map. As Bernard Balin, the historian, once put it memorably to Smithsonian Magazine, the Indians were not genocidal on the whole. The African dead from slavery and the North Atlantic slave trade number in the tens of millions probably 30 to 60 million. The Equal Justice Initiative has documented 6,500 white terror lynchings after that. As soon as freed black towns got up and running and possibly competitive, white mobs burned them to the ground, as they did immigrant Chinese settlements in the same period once the dangerous work on the transcontinental railroad was complete. And thriving Mexican towns on what whites wanted to be Texas had the same fate. Given the bloody, butcherous history of white racist violence and slaughter, it's all the more remarkable that aside from a bit of smart self-defense, non-violence lawsuits and honest journalism have been and continue to be the dominant tactics of the civil rights movement. Does the U.S. have a culture of violence? Not the U.S. of women, it has to be said. Even after witch-burning and sexual slavery and rape in marriage and rape in bondage and domestic terror and forced childbirth and forced sterilization and sex work, when it comes to gender-based violence, women have mostly turned to mutual aid, not mass murder. One wonders how history might have been different. In a culture of violence, you'd think LGBTQI people and trans women of color, the most often targeted group when it comes to hate crimes, would have every right and most certainly the urge to hate crime right back. But they don't. They, we, make our own culture instead, and it's a hit. Finally, kids. In 2016, the latest year for which I could find figures, 1,637 children died from firearm-related violence and thousands more were afraid in their schools. And yet no kid army staked out the National Rifle Association and its toadies in Congress. Not yet. They demonstrated. To repeat, when it comes to cultures, the U.S. has lots. We've simply allowed, until recently, a bunch of white Western guys rooted in one particular patriarchal, white, hierarchical, and militaristic set of values to write and enforce their own rule books. That said, segregation, spousal rape, white crime on indigenous land, anti-LGBT hate crime, and domestic child abuse were all very legal until very recently. The white male militaristic culture of violence isn't inevitable or in our DNA. It's a societal choice. Let's switch. You can watch The Laura Flanders Show and sign up to get all of my commentaries at lauraflanders.org. For The Laura Flanders Show, I'm Laura. Thanks for listening.